Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. 
Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threets. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Good evening, and welcome to Southern Liberty. Social Lounge Edition. You already know we do on Tuesdays. The world... The world is a ghetto. Now, let's don't take ghetto in the present tense of the word being used, or should I say being marked up to be something else, right? Because when you hear the word ghetto, right, you you hear the hood, right? You hear uh, destitution, right? You hear... Uh, bad area of town but if we really sit back and look at the demographics of the world right Sweden Finland Norway Russia Latvia Estonia Lithuania Belarus Moldova Romania Poland they're all ghettos they're all ghettos in the true sense of the word right the definition of ghetto, the true definition in the Merriam-Webster or Oxford, whichever one you want to choose, they're very similar, but it's when one ethnic group occupies a certain space. Now, if you use the present tense of ghetto in the United States, right, it's a classism thing. It's not an ethnic thing. It's a classism thing. And that's where we make our mistake when we talk about ghettos, right? Because y'all have heard me say before on my other shows that ghettos are good, right? They're homogenous, right? And it's the, you know, it's the same um, group of ethnic people together. I mean, New York City, New York City is a perfect example of a ghetto, right? You have, you have little Italy, you got Chinatown, right? And you have all these little ethnic areas in New York City those those will be ghettos and look how prosperous they are right so there's nothing wrong with the word ghetto right and it, and it's uh in its true definition right it's actually a show of unity in a lot of cases now again right ghetto has been used right in the improper context right like, i mean we we go back to the mean the, the mean 88 guy from germany right and then we talk about the Jewish community being placed into ghettos on purpose, the horrible conditions, right? And that's kind of where that connotation comes from, right? Um, with that, right? But we're going to put a spin on that this evening when we're talking about the world as a ghetto. Because at the end of the day, we're all closely related. If, if you're a, a follower of God, right? We're all from the same ethnic group. But I think we'll probably touch on it a little bit more. But I'm not going to give away any more of the show because then you, you'll you'll be you, you'll want to turn it off. So I'll leave it there. 
you already know, I'm going to introduce my lovely co-host up in good old Martin County, Florida. You know, next next county up above me here. Well, two counties up above me, but it, it don't make it ever. Somewhere here on the eastern seaboard of, of the state of Florida, um, Miss uh, Valerie Zinn. Good evening, ma'am. How you doing? I'm doing just great. We're so we're so lucky we haven't had a hurricane yet. I'm thanking God. You know what? Stop. Stop. Full stop. stop. We we we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not. Lord Jesus, um, don't if, even would, say. Please it. remove the hope. The hex, please <laughs> remove the hex. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. She just didn't, didn't. say that. I I forgot all about it already. It's gone out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, um, talking about a ghetto, I, I, I was thinking also Miami, New York, Miami, New York. I mean, when I was a kid, this is where we drove down from New York, you know, Easter or Christmas time, and it was one and the same, and I think it still almost is, except someone that we have on tonight, a special guest, is someone that I met on the online ghetto, and we, we should call our I online... I can't with you. I can't <laughs> with you. I can't. Why, why not? And, and you know, this, this fellow, and I, I, think, I think I met Steve online just recently, and he wrote this magnificent piece about Joe Manchin, then he, he wrote something about Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Then he wrote something about the Iran nuclear deal. And I said, all right, please send me your phone number because you have got to come on Southern Liberty. And he was kind enough to agree to come on tonight. So I'm going to throw this back in at Steve Bubba Cohen, my new friend in the ghetto. And hand them over to you, Rod. <laughs> I still can't get well, over the online ghetto. Told me this was Uber East, wasn't this? I must have called the wrong number. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Southern Liberty is not available at this time. If you would, please leave a tone at the beep. Beep. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> Brother Steve, go ahead and introduce yourself to the uh, Southern Liberty family. Hey, thank you, guys. It's a pleasure being with you on Southern Liberty. And um, I've been around the block. I just turned 70 this year. Speaking of ghettos, uh, I grew up in the ghetto called South Beach before mm. it, when it was God's resting home before Ooh. it became all the people and the models and the glamour and everything that it's that it is it is where uh you know the vaudeville joke was where elderly jews came to die and and it was the truth and in growing up in that time uh you saw a lot of things that you would ask yourself why and uh especially with the elderly and now uh now i'm one of them but um, uh, a little bit of my background, my parents were both uh, uh, immigrants. My uh, late father came from Istanbul, Turkey. My late mother from Salonika, Greece. I'm a Sephardic Jew, which means uh, my ancestry went back to Spain, and we spoke Spanish in my household. 
Uh, my late father drove a garbage truck for the city of New York for 25 years uh, before my family retired to Florida. Uh, we lived, uh, six of us, in a one-bedroom apartment uh, at one point. I slept on a cot in the middle of a living room. Uh, yet uh, sports helped get me out of that a little bit. And uh, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, be semi-successful in every venture I uh, went at, whether it was coaching football from uh, 18 to 22 years old. Uh, the last game I ever coached was uh, losing the state championship at Miami Beach High School in 1974. And ironically, uh, there is a picture of, myself being carried off the field in the Orange Bowl when we beat Jackson 16-14 to 14 in the last minute to get into the playoffs. And someone told me uh, that picture was in uh, uh, the ghost of Orange Bowl's past. And uh, from there, I went into broadcasting for five years on Channel 51 when it was English language. And I would call that my vaudeville because it was live television, and there was no delays because they couldn't afford it. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. a lot of wild, crazy, interesting things happened there. Uh, was always active in the community, always cared about my community. And, um, you know, fortunate enough to be here right now. You know, it's funny, Rod, you were talking about ghetto. And... You know, I grew up uh, in a time of uh, all that great soul music with uh, the Temptations, mm -hmm. Marvin Gaye. song that keeps coming into my mind, uh, even though at, at the time it was about the struggle of uh, black equality and uh, the Martin Luther King uh, time of this country, uh, was the Temptations song, Ball of Confusion. And if, if you listen to the words of that song, that is exactly what is going on in our country today yeah. with Joe at the helm, with uh, the Democrats in charge of this country, and the media as biased and politicized as it is. We are living in a ball of confusion, and their game plan is not to do good things for people, but I think to keep us confused keep that ball of confusion going where you don't know. Uh, you know, part of the song, uh, market going up, market going down, market going all around. It's a ball of confusion. And that's exactly what's going on in our country today. You know what? You, you kind of describe. You're going to Temptations, right? Another another good song, right? Along with that song is "Air Air Air of the Ways," right? By the Temptations. Mm -hmm. if you, right. That song kind of goes along with that, right? Because the Temptations even talked about, you know, the the invasion of Somalia, right? And mind you, this is what 70, 73, 74, yeah. They did that song. They was yeah. talking about Somalia. They was talking about the aftermath of Vietnam. They were talking about how society was changing or how we raised our kids, right? 
They called it. They, I mean, that hadn't even happened yet. And they called it come 1980, right? And, and you, Steve, being in South Florida, uh, deep South Florida down in Miami, you've, you've definitely seen the changes in places like Liberty City and Little Haiti and places like that where it just completely, the script completely flipped because of drugs and all that stuff. And that's all the stuff the Temptations talked about mm-hmm. in the 70s that actually came to fruition. It's crazy how our musicians back then forecasted this all of this and, and we didn't get the spiritual warrior yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know one of the things that if you look at history history really does repeat itself and mm-hmm. what's going on today all these different groups from uh uh gay rights to women's rights to uh, uh, BLM, all these different groups are no different than what was happening in the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. except the message and the approach and, and the end game seems to be different at this point. The end game back then was equality and everyone being on the same team. The end game today seems to be only my team matters. So if you're an mm-hmm. advocate for LGBT, LMP, whatever, whatever they are, the only thing that matters are homosexual rights. Okay, if you're an advocate for transgender uh, athletes, the only thing that matters is transgender athletes, and mm-hmm. we become very, very selfish. And we're we're no longer about, uh, uh, you know, America being a a melting pot of one great country. America has become a uh, uh, ten different pots where none of them are being mixed into the soup that makes America great. That's right. That's right. You you know, just, just for a little bit of history on this, and I was shocked when I was reading this, um, the, the forced segregation into cities, hmm? key word, the forced segregation into cities actually started in Muslim Morocco in 1280. Yes. Where the Jews were transferred, right? So this, this really, really goes back as a system for organizing people so they could identify them and get them out of their neighborhood. And this has been going on since the beginning of time. And, uh, you know, and here we are now with people saying, let's see your passport for the jab. Oh, show us your yellow uh, identifying badge. I mean, we're right exactly back where... I guess we never left off. I think, I think you know, the Nazis and World War II were just in a continuation of the exact same thing. And when, when you hear today this um, green new ghetto, the green new ghetto, they want to <laughs> take like us it. out of our houses, right? They want to take us out of our houses, out of our, our private ownership, and they want to put us into these cities, into these one-room, just what you said, Steve, one-room apartment buildings with six people, with food rationing, and... and 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Water metering and no cars because... If you look at this electric car thing, they're going to make sure nobody can afford to get a car, therefore, and have no electricity, therefore, they will have to be shoved into the green new ghettos in order to survive. And the confusion that we're talking about, ball of confusion, the temptation, this is exactly where they want us to be. Because if we are confused, and we are wired and tired and ready to give up and or fight a civil war, it's just what they want, then they come in and save the day. They shoot in what we're already a captured operation. We, we have been captured by the last election for sure. And maybe many before that, it was a slower process. But this, this ghetto thing is very old. And to us, very new. But like Steve said, we grew up, especially in New York, uh, ghettos were every Harlem. You know, well, the, ja- the jazz, Harlem. The, the black people lived in Harlem. The white people didn't go there. You know, you went to Chinatown for some good food. You went to Little Italy for the best pizza. You, but everybody was happy in that segregation at the time. Now it's they want us all, I don't know what they want. They want us dead. I'm just, uh, uh, I'm going to be in, yeah. Valerie, think about yes. what has been going on in our country the past two years. And yeah. it is right about the ghetto, the, mm-hmm. the driving force of America's ghetto is COVID. And yep. if yeah. you didn't a vaccine totally. card, uh, you couldn't work. You couldn't mm-hmm. be in the military. You couldn't be one mm-hmm. of the best tennis in the world and come here and play now while two million people cross our borders uh, the past uh, year, year and a half without vaccine cards, without any health checks. And uh, so they yeah. can use COVID. They want to throw you into the ghetto, and mm-hmm. they can ignore COVID if they want to let you out of the ghetto and bring you exactly. into the country for whatever their ulterior motives are. And um, and America, you know, was running scared for a year and a half. I'm going to die of COVID unless I put a mask on, unless I'm vaccinated, mm-hmm. unless I... 
unless I stop and socializing look, them. Unless I don't right. go to school. And look, and look what they accomplished by doing that. Yeah. They, they took ac- us down. They accomplished a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I, st- I still call it, um, uh, I call it either medical apartheid or medical Jim Crow. Right. I mean, because that's basically what it sums up to be. Right. Like you said, you needed a little passport to go in a restaurant. You know what I mean? Or to be able to walk into some stores, you got to have this little passport thing to go in. I mean, look at Europe. Right. I mean, we looked at Europe and how quick they turned. Right. From that first big spread in Italy to like mm-hmm. what almost three months later there they they after they started getting their their jibby jabs they got past pe- uh, uh vaccine passports i'm like well wait a minute what's this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I, I, it's just it, it's unbelievable how many and looking back and all the information now that is coming out about it and yep. and, and what's crazy is all the election stuff is coming out on top of all of this at the same time. And I think that's why that's the true reason why Democrats are, you know what I mean, are, are in in a panic right now because Zuckerberg just snitched on them, right? Saying the FBI right. called and said Hunter Biden laptop is Russian propaganda. And it's like him saying that on Joe Rogan by itself is like, we knew the laptop was true, but now he just admitted it was true. He just said it. Yep. Right. Yep. And yep. Fauci is retiring and people mm-hmm. in the FBI are taking a left turn. And really, people are starting to run away from this because they see that the truth is coming out slowly but surely. And maybe at some point it's going to be really fast. I just, I just hope it can be successful midterm election, which you know, Rod, I've shared with you, I seriously doubt. I think they are going to interrupt our election. I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be a very dangerous situation. I think there's going to be extreme chaos and disorder in our country, and they're going to put off that election as long as they can, if they can. So that's just my feeling. I pray to God I'm wrong, but that's why I think last week I said everybody get in touch with their local sheriffs because we need to get the sheriffs in our communities at those polling booths because otherwise people are going to be too scared to go to vote. Well, there, I mean, I think this past election, like 80% of the people didn't vote in person. And mm-hmm. growing up on Miami Beach, where it was uh, uh, the elderly were used kind of like the blacks are being used today. Uh, right. Where mm-hmm. We're going to give you, fill it out for you, you're going to sign it, and mm-hmm. we're going to tell you who you're voting for and what you're voting for. And right. that's what I grew up with. And, it, you know, you try to change that. You're a young buck, and, and you try to change that, and and you do change it when enough people get notice of it. What, what I'm concerned about, the, I was 20 years old. They just changed the law, I believe, where you can vote uh, at 18 or 20. Uh, this was 1972, which was the first presidential election I ever voted in. And, uh, I mean, every election, I had to show identification. 
I had to sure. sign in. I had to show up in person until recently. Mm -hmm. Now you don't show up. You don't need identification. I mean, in the state of Florida, you do. But on the yeah. right. uh, states that were in question this last election, where if, if, God forbid, you say you think there was something fishy going on this last election in Arizona, in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, in uh, mm -hmm. any of these states that wound up being close and ironically President Trump lost, if you question those elections, you are an anti-American fascist. And exactly. the liberal biased media were the ones labeling you. The Rachel Maddows of the world and, and uh, the Chuck Schumers of the world and the Joe Biden. I mean, today I think he gave a speech where, again, he alienated half of the country that didn't vote for him. Right. Well, you yeah. know, uh, ballots and votes are two different things. And they figured yeah. out how to stuff those ballots. I mean, and, you know, if anyone has seen 2,000 Mules, I don't know how you could even doubt that particular part of the election. Right. right. They were just stuffing ballots, pulling boxes, jamming them into these. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it's so out of hand that you sometimes just say it's got to be the military that steps in on some level. I don't see how we, the people, at this point can correct the election process. It's just so deeply um, infiltrated and stained and probably for 50, 60, 70 years. Because every president I look at, they seem to all be installed. It seems to me that, you know, they, all, they have their buddy system who they know, what they know. This person gets uh, placed in a particular area of government. The next guy picks his friend that gets put there. And this is how all this mafia, you know, takes over and gets run. Now, you go back to Bill Clinton in Hot Springs, Arkansas. That was the meeting place for all the mafia. They all met there every year because there was, well, there was no computers, no smartphones, so they could have their secret conversations with each other and then stand back out into their cities and communities that they ran. And they owned everything and they, they, they got paid off to deal with every garbage truck, every uh, business owner. Now Donald Trump came along and I, I've said this from day one, he knew all of this. He knew what was going on he knew how wrong it was, and I believe he stepped in. Uh, I'm going to step out and say I think he was installed by the positive force, by the military. And he is in the process now, behind the scenes. He's already made his deals. He spent four years working this stuff through. And I think, and I pray, actually, I should say that, I pray that there's something we don't know. And he wouldn't be stupid enough to let anybody know. This is true. Yeah, I, I think they're in the process of neutering him. And, they're, uh, and I think they messed up 
with the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago and the Department of oh, Justice yeah. being so biased where it's obvious what is going on there. And they crossed that line where it became obvious. And the media didn't have a choice but to cover it to some degree. But, again, I get back to the ball of confusion. That's just another mm-hmm. uh, other piece of the confusion that we as Americans are throwing up in the air, spinning all these balls of confusion yeah. around uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal. Now, uh, you know, September 11th, which was as big a tragedy for our country as Pearl Harbor. And mm. you got people back in the game in Afghanistan where all of that started and long before mm-hmm. we have a major terrorist attack on, on our country. Yep. Uh, Iran, oh, yeah. uh, Iran has the ability, uh, we let them off the hook, of funding all these different terrorist organizations. And, you know, as a Jew, people think, well, you're against Iran because you're pro-Israel. I'm against Iran because I'm pro-America. Look at what they yeah. did recently. They had a bounty on Pompeo's head. Iran mm-hmm. had a bounty on his head. They tried to uh, assassinate uh, 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 the the author, uh, Rushdie. Um, yes. They, they attacked American troops in Syria while we're sitting there and the Biden administration is pushing through uh, an Iran nuclear deal that is going to empower them to kill Americans. People forget yeah. back in, uh, in uh, the Marines that were killed in Lebanon uh, back uh, during the uh, Reagan administration. Yep. They were killed by Iranians. That was Iranian yep. funded. Mm-hmm. And, and people forget that they have never in all of the negotiations with Iran, they have never taken off the table death to America. They are still mm-hmm. developing rockets to try to reach America. They are still attacking Americans in uniform anywhere they can get at them around the world. And unless we wake up to that, and as opposed to giving them money to continue to kill Americans, cut them off, isolate them, and not give them a shot. Uh, yeah, it, it, it seems like it, it, it yeah. seems like that. The, it seems like that the United States is still in that golden era from when they installed the Shah in '53, right? They still think it's the same Iran, right? Before the Alatola took over, mm-hmm. right? That that it, it's that that yeah. for forty years, right? That mm-hmm. well, it wasn't even forty; it was twenty. 27 years 28 years something like that they think iran is still that and it's like they're they're not the same people they are they're a theocracy now like they're straight strict islam like no this that game's not playing with them we gotta go to break real quick though so y'all already know what to do okay. in in the in the live studio audience cwc cheese wine and crackers do your thing and when we come back more with steve bubble cohen we're gonna talk a little bit more politics and all that good stuff so do the thing we'll be back six minutes southern liberty
Chris Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks closing lower for a third straight day as strong labor market data gave the Fed even more ammunition to continue its aggressive pace of interest rate hikes. Job openings rose to 11.2 million in July, up from 11 million a month earlier. Job openings have remained elevated and above 10 million since the summer of 2021. And consumers regained some confidence in August, according to a survey from the Conference Board. Its consumer confidence index rose this month after three straight monthly declines, the Dow falling 308 points, the Nasdaq down 135, S&P 500 down 44. And Best Buy posting declines in profits and sales for its second quarter as the nation's largest consumer electronics chain struggled with weakening consumer demand and high costs. But its results were above analysts' expectations. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Need to supercharge your hiring? You need a super hiring partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Indeed, you can select for the skills that matter to you most. Add from a selection of over 100 Indeed assessment test to your job post and hone in on the candidates with the right skills faster. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Fox Business. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash Fox Business. Indeed.com slash Fox Business. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In defense of law enforcement, I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President Biden denounced the threats against the FBI in the wake of the search of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. It's sickening to see the new attacks on the FBI threatening the life of law enforcement agents and their families for simply carrying out the law and doing their job. The president speaking in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and he railed on what he called MAGA Republicans in Congress who have not condemned the Capitol riot. The president stated he never promoted the idea of defunding the police or defunding the FBI. Mikhail Gorbachev, the last leader of the Soviet Union whom President Reagan challenged to tear down the Berlin Wall, has died at age 91. He was perhaps one of the most influential reformers in his time. His policies of perestroika, or economic and political restructuring, and glasnost, or openness, served as a hinge on the door for major changes in the former Soviet Union. By 1988, Gorbachev had restructured the government. In the spring of 1989, a new parliament was formed. Gorbachev was elected president in October. In 1987, during a trip to Washington, D.C., he signed the historic treaty limiting intermediate-range nuclear forces. Gorbachev resigned as president on Christmas Day, 1991. Fox's Brett Baer. Jackson, Mississippi still doesn't have enough water pressure for most residents. We know that we... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Experienced it system wide. Uh, we don't have an exact total, but I can tell you this, and I should have begun with this is that we have seen steady improvements in the system. Mayor Shokwe Lumumba, the city has been under a boil water notice even before major flooding. He says the city will need at least a billion dollars to fix its water system. Governor Tate Reeves said late yesterday he's declaring a state of emergency for Jackson's water system, and he says the state will try to help resolve the problems. America is listening to Fox News. In the last decade, 63% of tech IPOs have used this to gain visibility and control over their financials, inventory, planning, and budgeting. What is this solution, and why should you care? Answers at netsuite.com slash quick. netsuite.com slash quick. The White House monkeypox response team says it's going to count on summer festivals that help get more people vaccinated. So far, we've made over 1 million vials of vaccine available to jurisdictions which is nearly enough to reach the entire population that's most at risk. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra, there are over 18,000 confirmed monkeypox cases in the U.S., according to the CDC. The Biden administration declared monkeypox a national health emergency earlier this month. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers is giving K-12 public schools $90 million more in federal COVID-19 relief money, a move he announced uh, today just before schools were to open for the fall. The Democrat, who was up for re-election in November, said the money would help schools keep and retain teachers and ensure that student-to-teacher ratio doesn't increase. Districts around the state, including the two largest in Milwaukee and Madison, have reported high numbers of unfilled teaching slots heading into the year. A spokeswoman for Republican Tim Michaels, who was challenging Evers, accused the former teacher, principal, school administrator, and state education secretary of handing out the money so that he can pretend to care about education. It was apparently not very hard to find a job in July. Despite inflation and high interest rates, the latest reading on the summer job market indicates there were still plenty of jobs available. The job openings and labor turnover survey was little changed at 11.2 million on the last business day of July. 6.4 million people were hired. Total separations from jobs, 5.9 million. Of that number, 4.2 million people quit, 1.4 million were laid off or discharged. Fox's Ginny Casola. Wall Street stocks posted another loss as investors worry about higher interest rates. The Dow down 308. The Nasdaq minus 134. I'm Lisa Lacerra. This is Fox News. When you're running a business, there are some inconveniences you have to put up with, but not the post office. Save time, save money, and save gas with Stamps.com. Stamps.com is on your team giving you flexibility to meet your customers' needs while saving you money. Stamps.com's negotiated deep discounts for you, up to 30% off USPS rates and up to 86% off UPS rates. Print postage for letters, packages, or anything else, and schedule free pickups right from your home or office 24-7 with Stamps.com. Thanks to Stamps.com's tracking tools and automated delivery notifications, once you send something, you can relax. Join over 1 million businesses like yours who trust Stamps.com to save them time and money on shipping. Go to Stamps.com right now. Click the mic at the top of the page and use code FOX for a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital shipping scale. Go to Stamps.com and use code FOX. Stamps.com, code FOX. 
Welcome back to Southern Liberty. Appreciate y'all hanging out for the first half. Everybody in the live chat, appreciate y'all. 100% everybody in South Florida listening, appreciate y'all. Everybody in the good old state of Utah, the Beehive, appreciate y'all too coming through. Remember, if you're not subscribed to this show, make sure you just go to your favorite search engine, type in Southern Liberty and whatever podcast platform you uh, you like or subscribe to, go ahead and do the clicky click. Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Deezer, all of them. We on, we on all of them. Well, no, just make sure you do the clicky click, click, click. And then make sure the other thing, too, is make sure you share this with everybody and all that good stuff. I, I greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate it because, you know, we're, we're shooting for the stars, right? Remember what I told you all yesterday, right? We're going for top 10 in 2020, uh, 2023. I mean, right now we're in the top 70, right? Top 70 in the nation, thanks to y'all, right? According to uh, a fee spot, right? So we're trying to go in that top 10 next year. Right. And we got to do the, We got to do the things. Right. We got to do the things. So you guys support is what's going to get us there. We're just the talking. We're just the, the mouthpieces for it. But it's y'all that drives us to, to to that spot. So this is all thanks to you guys. So, again, we appreciate you here on Southern Liberty and Black Patriot Media Group for doing the things that y'all do for us here. So we're going to continue this conversation about the world of ghetto. With our special guest, Mr. Steve Bella Cohen, a South Florida. It, 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 this this whole show just like has palm tree vibes, right? I mean, the literal eastern seaboard of Florida on the line at the same time, right? And the politics yeah. are so, and the politics are so different between our three counties. It is so extremely different. You wouldn't think like, oh my god, you, you know, it's like that. that you know. You know, Rod, when, and, and just so I don't forget this point, um, when I moved here, I knew this was a more conservative area, but through this last election that we just did, I went online to look up all the people that were running and discovered that for the past 22 years, there has not been a Democrat in Martin County. Wow. And then you this obviously... is a really red county. Right. It makes me very happy. <laughs> Just right. wanted to put that out there. Oh, no, go, that, go. And that, that's fine, right? Continue. And then, then, then we, we, you know, we skip counties, right? We, we skip, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what you call it, county, right? Um, that county up in between, up in there, right? St. Lucie County. And then we come to Palm Beach. And it's, right. it depends on where you are in, in, in Palm Beach County. It's red. And it's it's kind of purplish. Mm-hmm. Broward County, right, is literally like well, th- th- that's almost kind of purplish, depending on where you are. But Dade County, for the most part, is and Brother Steve can speak to this more because this is this is his neck of the woods. But I deem it from the last election to be very blue with a lot of speckles of red amongst the blue. And I, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Am I kind of close there, Steve? I I think. Dade County is changing, and thanks uh-huh. to our his, uh, brothers and sisters, Dade County is becoming very red. I mean, you have a couple pockets, uh, Pinecrest down south, uh, Miami Beach, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, uh, yeah, they're not even yuppies anymore. I don't even know what you describe. Dummies. Dummies is actually a good one. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, and, um, but it's changing where you have pockets 
I mean, realize I watched Miami Beach go from an average age of 70 years old when I was growing up to an average age of around 30, 35 now. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's changed. What happened uh, in, you know, I mentioned earlier, it was called God's Resting Home, where uh, the old people would come down there to die, literally. Uh, and with the advent of places like Century Village and uh, these uh, Hillcrest, all these different elderly communities uh, in uh, Broward County and Palm Beach County, the elderly weren't coming to Miami Beach or Dade County anymore. They were going mm -hmm. to these community, senior communities in uh, Broward and uh, Palm Beach. Okay. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, well, Boca, no. you had to have a little money. <laughs> okay. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, so so what we've become across uh, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County uh, are pockets of uh, blue, pockets of red. And what Governor DeSantis did that I think was brilliant in uh, the redistricting is he said, hey, Wasserman Schultz, you know what, we're not going to put you in an area that you're going to suck off uh, Republican voters. You're going to win your district. You're going to have mainly Democrats in your district. Um, uh, Salazar down south, who was in my district on Miami Beach, is now in a more Hispanic, red-leaning district. So, you know, uh, there, there was a lot of horse trading, I think, going on. And... Mm -hmm. uh, I think it makes the elections a little more predictable as far as Congress and state legislatures are concerned. Right. And this election, what he did with the school boards, uh, I think was yeah. brilliant. Where Santos went out and endorsed, uh, I believe, 25 people. Yep. And something like 22 of them won. Yeah. Which now is going to change the way our kids are getting educated, where all this woke crap that they're being fed uh, is going to change. They're going to be accountable. And, and right. uh, you know, they're going to have to hold up some type uh, rules and guidelines, not just whatever, uh, you know, they feel uh, is the flavor of the week as far as their causes uh, with the school boards. Dade, uh, in the state of Florida, actually. Yeah, I, I'm definitely welcoming welcoming that change. Let's see how much they can actually change under term because it, it's a heavy lift. It's a heavy lift, and DeSantis kind of did, you know, kind of laid a framework with the what they are, what these uh, these uh, I would say normies, I call them, right, are calling the "don't say gay" yeah. bill that doesn't say anything about being gay, right? Um, yeah, right. that's setting a framework for, you know, these, uh, th these, uh, conservative, uh, school board, um, newly elected school board members to get in and do the work and try to gut this as much as they can and minimize this stuff. I mean, it's going to, it's going to take at least, you know, at least probably a decade 
to really find yeah. it and clean it out, right? Because it's not going to be a quick process. So hopefully when people see the taste of the initial change, they will continue on with that change, right? Um, I want to go to Steve real quick, right? And, and, and this is kind of a general question, but it's, it's something that, um, so we give some the listeners the context um, here. Um, what, what prompted you to enter the world of politics? What prompted you to get get into the arena? Um, just keeping my eyes open. There, it, I uh, went back the last year I coached football. I got into broadcasting and advertising with my late brother and went back to school at the University of Miami. And talking about student loans, I mean, and, uh, you know, $5,000 a year was a hell of a lot of money for uh, for me back then to go to the University of Miami, and it was right. all on student loans. And all of it, of course, was paid off. But uh, one of the courses that I took in uh, majoring in uh, broadcasting uh, opened my eyes to uh, – uh, a book called uh, Image, Images by uh, Bornstein, and it talked about pseudo-events, and it talked about uh, how the news can, you, you know, more or less propagandize anything they want to make it newsworthy. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck in my head. I'm 22, 23 years old, and um, Daniel Bornstein's book of Images, and he talked about, and you got to realize, I'm I'm very liberal then, and I'm looking at how the news is slanted or could be slanted uh, against the conservatives and right back then. And he would talk about uh, people marching uh, against uh, abortion. And he brought up an example of 10 or 12 people marching in front of a television station and the television station on a slow news day would send the film crew right out in front of the station film everything tight and you would see two three four five six seven people walking past the camera where it looks like there's a line of a hundred people and the reporter is saying and uh, in front of Channel 7, we had a protest uh, against uh, abortion today. And uh-huh. they can create an image in our head of reality that isn't reality. It's just propaganda. And the more I started looking at that, the more I started realizing, wait a minute, it's not the right that's in charge of media. It's the left. And it's the left that's deceiving us. It's the left that's propagandizing, uh, propagandizing us. And I start reading, and I don't read books, but I do look through a lot of things. And if something uh, gains my attention, like um, Valerie, you mentioned Joe Manchin before, uh, yeah. and I, I catch something on Joe Manchin uh, after Biden's elected, and Manchin's wife, Gail, is immediately appointed to a federal position by Joe Biden for $163,000 a year. In addition, she's able to allocate 
uh, I believe, $150 million to 10 different states. And in the back of my mind, I start thinking of images, and I start saying, wait a minute, Manchin's going to have a gun put, put to his head at some point. We're going to fire your wife, or we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And I think he's going to fold. And for almost a year and a half, he didn't fold. But then the Manchin money machine came into play. People don't realize Joe Manchin uh, and his family are very wealthy, and they're in the energy business. And what <laughs> Schumer and Biden did uh, to get his vote uh, on the the uh, ironic uh, anti-inflation uh, bill, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, they gave him a get on natural gas in West Virginia. Now, their, uh, their excuse uh, and reasoning behind that, well, Manchin's excuse is, well, my family uh, assets in the energy business are in a blind trust. Well, great. If that oh. blind trust gets another uh, 10 or $20 million of profit by what the Biden administration has done to allow your blind trust family business to do more business, um, it's no longer a blind trust. You're still making money off of it. And I never realized that in thinking his wife was the leverage, I never realized uh, until I did some research on it, that Manchin's family has made millions and millions and millions. We're going into tens of millions of dollars. Uh, his daughter, uh, Heather Manchin, uh, I believe it's pronounced breach. She was the CEO of Milan Drugs. Um, you, you may ask, uh, you know, what relationship the, does that have? Rod, do you remember the controversy with the EpiPens where they went from uh, uh, $100 an injection to $600 in a lot? Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Guess who made a fortune on who had the market cornered, Mylan Drugs. Guess whose daughter was the CEO, president, and lobbyist for Mylan Drugs? Mm -hmm. Heather Manchin, Joe Manchin's daughter. Yep. She walked out with a gold parachute of $37 million on her exit package. Right. But if you don't pit the onion back one or two layers, you would never know about it. And the media certainly right. isn't going to report about uh, that. And I, I start looking at these things, and, you know, Manchin, for the first 14 months of the Biden administration, seems to be the holdout that everyone's making to be this uh, hero. And, and if you took a closer look at the various successes in the mansion money machine from his wife to his daughter to his son who is running the company while it's in a, a blind trust. Um, that backroom meeting with Senator Schumer, I'm sure, padded the wallets of the mansion family substantially. 
in one way or another that we won't find out about for another two or three years. And by that point, the damage is already done. Right. And, and you know what, Steve? When you wrote this, at the very end, you said, if I could find this out by just looking up one person, why can't everybody else do this? And that's what really caught me. Because we're not doing enough research, right, onto these people. I also heard that Fauci's wife is on the board of the FDA for approval. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much going on. I mean, the famous line I tell my friends is, I'm a friggin' guy in South Beach or Aventura at my girlfriend's house uh, named Bubba. Okay, I'm not an investigative reporter. Um, I'm not above average intelligence. But if I can find this out by pulling the onion back one layer, what about all of these high-priced reporters on CNN, uh, MSNBC, Fox, all the, the local stations? But they're not allowed to do investigative reporting anymore. And, and if you notice, you very rarely see that. At one point, 60 Minutes was the gold standard. Now 60 yep. Minutes is being used a propaganda machine for yep. whatever political view CBS has. Yeah, and that, that's why they shut down. They, they're, they're, they're in their process. They, they keep failing at shutting down like the Project Veritas is, that does uh, investigative reporting and uh, the post-millennial like the Andy knows and people like that they're constantly trying to shut these people down but I don't think they understand that th- it's not going to work well in their, in their favor right I mean they keep suing mm-hmm. right James O'Keefe over oh well, it's slander or or worse right have the FBI come kick in indoors over a diary of the current occupant of the Oval Office over a diary, which ends up now we know is true for sure. Mm-hmm. And if hmm. I'm not mistaken, didn't his daughter's diary talked about, you know, it, it, it kind of was an off subject of Joe Biden touching women's and, and little girls' hair and things like that. Sure and did. Yep, about, that's the diary. Mm-hmm. The same diary. Yep, the same Sharon diary with his, with his yep, Sharon yeah. with his niece, yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a sick, a sick crime family, all of them, they're all sick. Yeah, and, and what did they try to throw down our throats that we were fortunate to be able to fight off for a little bit was the Disinformation Governance Board. Remember where they had that cute little girl, you know, singing her little jingle of, uh, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and disinformation isn't going to do. So that that fell through because enough people said, wait a minute, you know, we're looking more like uh, Soviet Russia or Nazi Germany than they did with this disinformation governance board. So what did they do now? They, they took the Department of Justice and the FBI and they, with a really open-end uh, warrant, go into Mar-a-Lago. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, 
almost yeah. the same thing as the Information Governance Board. You know, it's worse than that, Brother Steve, is the fact that this that, that this current um, regime is actually um, partnering with a social media app, TikTok, for to help yeah. with election integrity. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Rod, isn't TikTok owned by the Chinese? China. 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 <laughs> China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- that's a crazy. I'm like, really? After it was. It, uh, and here's the thing, right? If people, if people don't understand what's happening, right? And, and we have the normies that are out here, right? They're like, oh, no, that's just for information. No one meddled in our election. It was the safest ever, right? If they go back and read the ODNI report, on the 2020 election, they will see that Iran was called out for meddling. Russia was called out for meddling. China was called out for meddling. Like, there's literally like 20 pages just on China alone in that ODNI report. But everybody ignores the ODNI report because it's like 300 pages. Me, I read the whole thing because I got nothing else to do. Right. And it's written in there that China was one of the biggest contributors to meddling in our election, not only in 2020, but 2016, too. But we ignore that Mm -hmm. because Russia, Trump colluded with Russia. Sure. Huh? Sure. We're we're convinced of that now. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the 50 former intelligence officers from the Department of Justice CIA, FBI said, oh, uh, the uh, Biden, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was ru- Russian disinformation. Yep. Yeah. And what consequences of their big lie? All yep. of them got more exposure on CNN, MSNBC, and whatever broadcast outlet that they're working for. Than being laughing stocks and thrown off the air, and and you know uh, unless America has outlets and voices that can expose that and get it to enough people, uh, you know I was in the advertising business for forty years, uh, including at one point being. Uh, uh, when I finally went over to the station side, uh, a, a sales manager. And at the end of the day, it's how many eyeballs you get your message in front of. And if mm-hmm. you have a message or a product that is worthy of someone buying or uh, looking at, uh, then you'll be successful. If you don't get that message in front of eyeballs, you're not going to be successful. And and that's what they've done. They've they've stopped people from getting the information that would affect their judgment and how they voted. Hunter Biden's laptop being uh, you know knocked off social media where no one can talk about it. New York Post being thrown off of social media, um, not brought up until at least a year after the election is over. And now it's being overlooked again. You know, mm-hmm. So there's eyeballs from from seeing people uh, from seeing 
disinformation that would affect how they vote. And that's how they can defeat us in 2022 or 2024. It's not the information that's, uh, that's getting out there. It's the information that's being suppressed that uh, really affects uh, affected the outcome of the 2020 election. You know, without a doubt. Totally. So they're shining up their their black boots for the IRS, getting ready, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 Steve, Uh, one one last question before we wrap this thing up, because Roxanne will be showing me the red light here in a second. Um, What do you think is going to happen in a couple months? Twenty twenty two election prediction. What do you think? If we have elections that you have to vote in person or show identification, I think the Republicans come away and sweep this. I mean, the issue that they're trying to make into, uh, you know, what what people are going to vote on is the abortion issue. Uh, I mean, uh, a woman's right to choose should be before she gets pregnant in having sex, in having responsible, not in after you get pregnant and and taking uh, the life. And where the Democrats have made a mistake on that is they're go- they they want to allow abortions up to the time of birth. Yeah. Uh, if if that can be overpowered, uh, the Republicans are going to sweep this election and be in control of both the House and Senate. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree with that, right? I mean, again, right? The Democrats, right? And here's the thing: like a lot of my conservative friends, right? You know, or conservatives as a whole, or you know, they were okay with sixteen weeks, right? They were even okay with up to viability, right? A lot of conservatives understood, like you know what? There's got to be a compromise here because the issue is not going away completely, right? Overnight. Where's the compromise? Okay, 12 to 20 weeks, whatever. Compromise, leave it alone. Nobody cared, right? The conservatives bit the bullet on that one. Is like, okay, fine, right? But again, like you said, Steve, they went too far when they were talking about, oh, we can uh, uh, leave the baby. Just You don't want it? Just leave the baby out, right? Aborting it at crowning, right? That's when they lost even the 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 more more uh, morally based pro choice people cuz a lot of them a lot of my talk to you know through social media services like etc they're like that was that's too far that is way too far and they they are more likely and tempted to vote against abortion altogether if that's where they want to take it and these are pro these are pro choicers telling me this like you know there's like yeah. Yeah, we like the part to choose but like we're not going to be able to reel that back if they're saying you can you can do it at forty weeks. That they're like that's insane. That is literally insane at that point. So they're like we must not have it at all. Let's go back to the other extreme and then work back forward again. But again, if it goes back to that extreme, right? Then it's like now it's going to get another fight again. It's like oh I need I need my right to do it even though it's not your right to do it. But you know I want to be able to do it because this 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 and this and this excuse right and then you got to build back up to the 15 weeks again but then again right it's that pendulum swing right 
It's either extreme one way or extreme the other to counter the other. And I thought we had this settled. I mean, even here in Florida, right, the pro-choice advocates are trying to push. They're trying to push it outside of uh, uh, 16 weeks. They're trying to push it to 30. And I'm sitting here. I was like, this has been settled law in Florida for almost 20 years. That has been settled law. Like this is where everybody's in agreement at. But now they want to push the envelope a little further, and they're, they're going. The Democrats are. They're going to. They're going to implode themselves if they can continue getting this extreme on this. Hopefully, because uh, I mean, what people don't realize is any elected Democrat in office votes ninety-five to a hundred percent of the time with the Biden Schumer Pelosi agenda. Right. And and anti-American agenda, anti-capitalism agenda, anti-middle class agenda. I mean, what all of us and our parents wanted us to become was middle class Americans. And when you're against that as the government, there's no difference than Soviet Russia in 1935 under Stalin. There's no difference between Cuba or Venezuela. And we can't allow that to happen. No, we can't. We got to fight with fight with every last breath ounce of strength we got to make sure it doesn't happen. Even if it, you know, even if it takes us to the grave, you know what I mean? At least we know if we're laying on our deathbed, we know we we did our best. Right. We did our best to save it. You got right. Hey, if we haven't, I know we're at the end of the show. If we have an opportunity to talk again, I'd love to talk about the IRS and the 87,000 agents and Mm -hmm. my own experience with something that happened with the IRS. Uh, I have two personal experiences there that will probably shock the hell out of a lot of people. Oh, we'll, we'll definitely we'll, we'll definitely bring you back on to, to, to talk to, to talk about that for sure. We can definitely do that because the more the people know what's happening to you know the the private citizens by this um, base. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're un, they're an unconstitutional institution anyway, right? Um, that they can literally sidestep the constitution because of their status and basically pin everything on the citizen to prove their innocence instead of they're supposed to they're supposed to prove that you're guilty right but you got to prove you're innocent without any you know what i mean so with that brother steve i appreciate you coming on um thank you miss val for inviting this young man um brother steve oh you're welcome uh, brother steve is there's a way the the people can catch up with you on social media and chat you up on all that good stuff go ahead and let them know how to how to find you brother. the only thing uh, Facebook because I'm not that proficient on Twitter and all the other things and I'm at <laughs> Steve Bullen. if you want to uh, hit me up there that would be great alright you heard it Steve Bubba Cohen on the, on the face page um, and all that good stuff um, again I, I thank everybody for coming through this evening as always it's always an uh, enjoyable conversation when we're you know talking with like minded people and getting their experiences in the American dream this idea of the American dream right because remember we are, we're built on an idea 
Not any other foundation like other countries. We're on idea and we've made it work for over 250 years. We got to make sure we do our part to make sure this country lasts another 250 years. So with that being said, blessings to everybody. Have a great rest of the week. and We'll see y'all back here on Friday night, 930 p.m. Until next time, life, love, liberty and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.